Yeah! I don't know what, what sign to throw up there. I, I forget if you're not watching. There's a there's a rock sign and a devil sign. And I think that's a devil. I'm doing them both, baby. We're rocking out. We got a new intro. It's week 14 and things are going crazy. We're freaking out. It's the last week to get into the playoffs. And I'm making very questionable moves. Like, I'm, I, I might undo some of the moves, but I've already made the moves. I'll get into that a little later on Extremely Average Fantasy Football Podcast with your host, Clayton Hill. You can find me on YouTube, Spotify, TikTok, Instagram. I'm on Apple Podcasts now. I do Twitter things, too. I do a little writing in the free time. That's where the uh, latest and greatest updates happen, is on the Twitterverse. But let's get an overall picture, as we always do at the beginning of the show. We've got five teams, and two of those are pretty much locked in. The other three, well, other two are slim pickings, and then one, I am, I am done. I am out. We have been eliminated already. I have no chance. So the first one is eight and five with a hundred percent chance to get in. You love those odds. Seven and six in another league and a 99%. Let's go. Which is really funny because that one started out the worst. That was a Jonathan Taylor league and a Devin Singletary. I have, you know, Hertz and AJ Brown and and a Gabe Davis in there too. So when you don't have Jonathan Taylor doing anything, Devin Singletary's been up and down, mostly down at the beginning of the season. And then Gabe Davis with just a couple of flashes in there. It was a rough start, but we've we've hit the waiver wires. We built the team from there. And now we're looking good. Now we got a 99% chance to get in. That's what can happen throughout the season. Um, my one that I've been in for 14 years is six and seven. I said 14 years because it's week 14, but I think it's pretty close. Uh, Six and seven in that league with a 31% chance. So really need to win for those odds to go up. I mean, it won't even be odds next week. We'll know. But uh, that is a must win and not looking great. And then I've got another six and seven team with a 34% chance. And uh, doing some risky plays in that one as well. I mean, it is. This is it. This is a, this is do or die. And I, you got to be bold sometimes. So we'll get into that. Uh, my my other ten team league. I am five and eight with only ten teams. You're not getting in. That is a zero, ladies and gentlemen. That is a big old goose egg. That season is pretty much done. Uh, but you know. Not going down without a fight. So I'm I'm still uh, putting some attention on that league, just not a lot. Honestly, it's a free league, and I will be kind of grateful to n- eliminate one of my teams and just be able to focus a little bit more on the others. So there's our overall scope. Now, what kind of crazy moves are you talking about, Clayton? You've been hyping it up. What are we doing? Uh, we're going to get into drops. Then we'll head into the waiver wire. Talk a little bit about some fab. Start sit decisions. And then I will go over the ideal playoff matchups again for each position. 
And I feel like this might be just a quick run through at the end of almost every show, just as a reminder. So it is on there for you. You don't have to backtrack and we can just rattle those off. Um, so let's start, man. Who am I dropping? What happened? What moves you make it? It is week 14. You drop anyone necessary, especially if you are a uh, a win to get in situation. You drop anyone that you have to. So in one league, I had Zay Jones. And I believe I started him in week 13. And that didn't work out very well. Jerry Judy was on my waiver wire. I hate this. I absolutely hate this. But this is this is what I'm doing. I dropped Zay Jones for Jerry Judy. I don't really want any part of the Denver offense at all. All we all know it's been terrible. It's been terrible to watch. It's been terrible to have any kind of ownership, really. But he's been putting up double digits. Okay. Cortland Sutton may not be there. All right. They're playing Kansas City. They're going to need to throw. Without Sutton, Judy being really the favorite target for Russell Wilson. And they're going to have to, like, the logic is there. But I am not confident at all. That is one of my risky plays. And I'm okay with dropping Zay Jones for somebody, but to drop him to pick up Jerry Judy and to have the balance of your playoffs in the hands of the Denver offense is scary. Uh, Halloween's over, but the fright is still there for sure. Alan Lazard was another one that I dropped. I picked him up for free off the waiver wire earlier in the season. He has serviced me well, but now Christian Watson is there, and I have Christian Watson. So I had to make some room. Lazard did not make the cut. I just hope for healthy Watson. Lazard's also on a bye this week. It does me no good. Ta-ta. See you later, Alan Lazard. This one hurt. Jamison Williams. I have been holding on to Jamison Williams for a while. This one I will probably try to undo if I can, if nobody else picks him up. So I have Devin Singletary. I also, for wide receivers, I also have A.J. Brown, Gabe Davis, Christian Watson. That's that league. So I kind of have a good core three receivers right now. And my running back is where I am struggling. It sucked. So I had to there. It was like a, a multi move here. I also dropped Dion Jackson. I have Jonathan Taylor. So Dion Jackson was my handcuff. So essentially I replaced Jonathan Taylor's handcuff with a Devin Singletary handcuff. Kind of. We saw uh, James Cook have a little bit of a breakout last game. And the passing game is what was very interesting to me. I'm at a half point PPR, so it is of some value. And I don't really know which way that's going to go. James Cook is a rookie. He's got more juice. He looks better on the field. And then in that same 
league, I also had Njoku in the IR spot. That was, uh, and so I had to make multiple moves to get this to happen. So I ended up dropping Jamison Williams and I picked up James Cook. I dropped Deion Jackson to move Njoku off the IR. And then I also dropped Deshaun Watson to pick up the Raiders defense this week as they play the Los Angeles Rams. And we have no idea who is going to be tossing the rock. Uh, Even if we find out it has been the Rams have been pretty bad. Now they put up a fight last week which is a little scary. So what I probably will end up doing, I have the Jets defense. So I'm rostering two defenses. I'm also rostering, I believe, two tight ends in that league too. I'll talk about the tight end that I picked up. I think he's a good play this week. But I will probably try if because I can't once you drop somebody in this league you cannot pick them up until after the waivers have processed so I can't even put in a waiver claim for him waivers process on Saturday at this point I can't put in a waiver claim for Jamison Williams since I dropped him everybody else can put a waiver claim on him so if somebody else puts a waiver claim on him he's gone and I am an idiot because I think Jameson Williams might be a league winner down the stretch. Like if you're in the playoffs and you can make it to 16 and 17, he might be a league winner. So I have to wait till Saturday. And if Saturday rolls around and nobody has claimed him, well, lucky for me, I bartend, I work at night, I'm usually up late. I will be watching at 12.01 a.m. on Saturday to see if anybody has put in a claim. Once that little plus sign goes green, I will add him. I will drop the Raiders. I will stick with my Jets. The Jets had 21 points against the Bills. It's a, You think it's a tough matchup, and it, and it is. And I think the 21 points came from a couple interceptions, possibly from uh, – Josh Allen. There you go. One of the greatest quarterbacks. I don't know. Can't I just can't remember his name. So that's probably what I'm going to end up doing there. That one's complicated. I'm telling you, this is this is crazy stuff. The fact that I'm starting Jerry Judy. I'm also starting a George Pickens in that same. So I have George Pickens and Jerry Judy that I'm relying on. George Pickens hit a flop against Atlanta. Risky business going down another move scary that I might make I might have to drop in a league where I have Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon I have Dalvin Cook and Alexander Madison so I have my my running backs handcuffed that is a picture perfect scenario going into the playoffs this is one where I am locked in I believe at 100% 100% in we are in the playoffs but I have Mike Williams on IR So I'm going to have to make room. And I have Isaiah Pacheco in that same league. My thought process is for something like this, that Isaiah Pacheco has already established himself in an offense. The Chiefs have a really good playoff schedule for running backs. Pacheco is already established. That's kind of big. Alexander Madison, if he goes into that Dalvin Cook role, I mean, we know that he is good. But I don't believe that the 
playoff matchups are as good. I think that the talent of Pacheco is there. He runs hard. And so my, it's kind of, it's kind of the same thing dropping Deion Jackson for a James Cook. James Cook is already, he's out there and he's proved it. He's already involved in the offense. It'd be great to just have a backup in case somebody goes down, just slide someone in there. But if I have to make room for Mike Williams, like I'm dropping Alexander Madison and I'm going to hold on to somebody who has a starting role currently. Tough decisions are happening here. All right. Those are my drops. I've talked about who I picked up a little bit. Other people out there. This is a tight end that I want to talk about. Hunter Henry. And it could be Johnny Smith, too. I believe Johnny Smith's the other tight end. I might undo, I, uh, I could undo this one as well to make room in that same where I want Jameson Williams. But what's probably going to have to happen, I, I have David Njoku. He didn't play last week with Deshaun Watson. I have no idea what this offense is going to look like. It didn't look good last week. Njoku is also coming off an injury. So you have somebody who's dealing with an injury. He's not completely healed. And you have a quarterback who hasn't played in almost two years. We have no idea. They have not played together yet. We don't know what it's going to look like. A lot of question marks going on there. I want a tight end for New England this week. Because every tight end that faces Arizona has gone off. I put a $16 fab bid in for Hunter Henry. I don't think there were, was anybody else bidding on him. I probably could have gone for zero. And I'll tell you why I did that coming up right after we go over the waivers. You can get, if you can get, and maybe this is a dart throw. I mean, tight end's been atrocious. So if you're looking for a tight end, get one from the Patriots. This is even good for DFS play if you do that. I talked about picking up the Raiders and the Rams, that matchup. Raiders are not a good defense, but Rams is, are, are a terrible offense. Even if Baker Mayfield comes in and he plays, because he was picked up by Los Angeles, I believe today. Even if Baker Mayfield comes in in an uncertain situation, I can I can just see plays being made by the other defense, no matter who it is. And so I'm taking a shot there as well. You feel free to do the same. Uh, Jared Goff versus the Vikings. I believe Kirk Cousins is probably rostered in a lot of places. If you're looking for a quarterback, though, Jared Goff is is a great option. They're getting their players back. Uh, DJ Shark is in there. Josh Reynolds, I believe, is healthy. Jameson Williams, supposed to be the great talent. First-round pick, I believe. Um, awesome wide receiver. So the receivers are getting healthy. Vikings are giving up so many points through the air. That's a good matchup as well. We talked about James Cook. He is playing the Jets. But rookies coming out in the later part of the season, I believe James Cook is more of what Buffalo is looking for in a running back. That's a good pickup as well. Uh, another quarterback, Brock Purdy. Uh, looked good. I don't know who they face, but... That's also an option. Don't underestimate him. Going back to the Vikings-Detroit game, I talked about this last week. K.J. Osborne for the Vikings receiver. He had 18 points versus Detroit. Same matchup in week three. We're taking shots. I mean, he hasn't been doing much since then, but we have proof from this one game of what's going on. Detroit's probably going to put all their focus on Justin Jefferson 
And if you have Thielen, he might be a good play. I don't know what he did either, but KJ Osborne's more likely out there on the waiver wire. Jamison Williams, we talked about. Uh, Michael Gallup is another one worth mentioning. I've never been a big Michael Gallup guy, but he has the Jags in week 15 and the Titans in week 17. So maybe not this week. Uh, they're going up against Houston, I believe. I think they're just going to run Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott, and that's all that they're going to have to do. But for future weeks, if you're looking at a week ahead, which you should at this point, especially if you are already in, Gallup might be one to go for. Zay Jones, the person that I just dropped, faces the Titans, but Lawrence got banged up last game. He went down. It did not look good. I believe he'll try to work through it. But Lawrence is dealing with an issue, and we don't even know what the running game is going to look like. Maybe that's better for Zay Jones, but we have no idea who's going to be running the ball. Uh, believe it's Etienne. He, he seems like he's going to be there, but we're, we're just dealing with some stuff all around in Jacksonville. So that one's a tricky one there. Seattle running backs is another backfield that there's no clarity whatsoever right now. You have uh, Kenneth Walker, who went down with an injury. DJ Dallas was next man up. He went down with an injury. Travis Homer could be the guy. I believe he might be struggling with something. Keep an eye on that one all week. I know I will. I have Kenneth Walker in one of my leagues. That's just something to monitor. There's your waiver wires. Speaking of waiver wires, if you're in a fab league and you are on the fringe, it's a it's a win to get in situation, dump your fab. What are you waiting on? Go out and get the guys that you want to get. It does you no good to lose this week with any money left over you cannot take it with you i think that i on the, on the win to get in i believe that i put all of my fab out there except for one dollar i'm keeping one dollar bob uh in my back pocket just in case i do get in and maybe there's another situation that i can at least put a dollar on someone and I probably will be into that because it's been a carousel of wide receivers for me in that league. But if 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 you got to win, just dump it. What are you doing? Stop. Like get the guys that you want, get the team that you want, get the lineup that you want. Put yourself in the best position possible. We've added people. We've dropped people. We've spent our fab. And now we have to make start and sit decisions. These are some tough ones that I'm going through now. Damian Pierce, I am benching him everywhere that I can. They are against Dallas. He will maybe be involved for the first two drives. We haven't seen, he he was game script proof. They were using him in the passing game. He was getting uh, the running and passing work, and that has just dwindled. We saw what Dallas did to the Colts last week. Houston is not better than the Colts. Okay. I just don't. That floor is so low. And I think we find out how low it is this week. In that league, I am benching him essentially for Jerry, Judy, George Pickens. So I have Hollywood Brown and the flex 
So I guess you could say that technically I'm I'm benching him for Hollywood Brown, but I have Jerry Judy and Pickens. So Hollywood against New England is still going to play over those two. That's my that's my situation. I'm going with the receiver over Damian Pierce. Um, and in that same league, I have Alvin Kamara, who's on bye. And this week is easy for me. I don't have to decide whether it's DeAndre Swift or Jamal Williams. I have to play them both. If I'm not playing Pierce in that league, then I'm playing both against the Vikings. I liked what we saw out of DeAndre Swift. Jamal Williams is probably good for one touchdown. Some yards mixed in there, but um, I like what's going on there. So I'm starting both Swift and Williams. I am trying to bench Buffalo running backs in my other league. I just don't know. Now, and now that's the same one with Kenneth Walker. So we'll have to see what goes on there. I have Kenneth Walker in my starting lineup right now. If he does not play, then I will probably go with James Cook over Devin Singletary. I mentioned that a little earlier. Um, James Cook has more juice and he's involved in the passing game. Dart throw. I mean, who knows? The thing is, if if they both get the same workload, if they split the workload and that's what we see, even though Singletary has been the main back, if we get to a point where they split it, James Cook has the fresher legs, more juice involved in the passing game. That's what I want. But what I really want is Kenneth Walker to play uh, this week. I believe it's against Carolina. That would be fantastic. So let's hope that we don't have to make that decision. Let's hope that Kenneth Walker plays. Uh, But if I do have to play, I'm going with James Cook for Buffalo backfield. Um, I am starting Pacheco in one of my leagues. It is against Denver. They are um, a good defense. I just, the game script is going to be there. There's no way that Russell Wilson can keep up with Patrick Mahomes, and I think the Chiefs get out to a good lead. This is a volume play. Um, Pacheco's going to get a ton of volume, and I think he he finds the end zone. So that's a that is a great low floor. Is uh, I, I don't know if I don't know if a low floor is great at all. It's a great floor. How about that? Um, last one that I got going on, I am. Right now, benching ETN versus the Titans. And that's the one where... Um, that's tough. That, that is a tough one, but the Titans are just so good in the running game or stopping the run that I don't want to put a, a banged-up ETN against it, really. It, it, it makes me... It makes me nervous. Now, this is also a league where I'm like at a 34% chance of getting in. So I'm taking the upside of Josh Palmer versus Miami. You know, Keenan Allen is there. Mike Williams might be back. But I think that Miami's going to be able to score a ton of points. Like, this is a part that I want to be in, right? They, they, we're, we're chasing each other here. Uh, Chargers defense is not that great. I think Miami goes out there and puts some hurt on them. And I think that the Chargers are going to have to go to the passing game to keep up. I'm hoping that Palmer is involved in there. I'm I'm benching Pierce in that league, too. So benching Pierce wherever possible. Crazy stuff, man. Absolutely. The Jerry Judy thing, I'm still not over it. I still don't feel good about it. Uh, The Travis Etienne, I'll keep an eye on. 
as the week progresses. But this is one where you got you got to be looking all throughout the week. There's a lot of injuries, a lot of moves being made within teams, and we're just going to have to take to the Twitterverse. That's where I go and get everything. That seems to be the most immediate way to get any kind of news. So please make sure that you guys are checking on that. And if y'all are making some risky plays, let me know, man. You got to risk it for the biscuit, baby. Quick rundown of the uh, the playoff matchups, and then we'll get out of here. Um, again, I, I you know you can go to uh, Fantasy Pros, you can listen to Fantasy Footballers, you can go to CBS to find out matchup stuff. I think Sports Illustrated also has a playoff uh, matchup scenario kind of a thing. But we, we brought up Purdy early earlier, Brock Purdy. Uh, 49ers have a great quarterback rest of season schedule. Steelers, great quarterback rest of season schedule. Deshaun Watson can get it together. Great rest of season schedule. Tannehill, Lawrence, Tua, Kirk Cousins, Justin Fields, Kyler Murray have a very rough schedule. Kyler Murray, you're not worried about. Justin Fields, I'm a little worried about. When you're Kirk Cousins and, and you got Justin Jefferson, play him. Tua, probably play him. Uh, he's just got too many weapons. Tyreek Hill out there. I know Jalen Wall is a little bu- uh, banged up, but he's a good athlete. Trevor Lawrence is someone to watch. And then Tannehill, I would probably be looking to stream uh, different quarterbacks on a week-to-week basis if you have him. Maybe the same thing with Trevor Lawrence, too. Running backs. Best schedules. Well, that's fun. The Jets. Jets have one of the best schedules, but we don't know what's going on there. That's a carousel. So that's really fun. Uh, Saints, you're going to have to wait till week 15, but Kamara has a good schedule. I probably wouldn't do anything with Ingram there. Uh, Chiefs have a really good schedule. That's why I wasn't dropping Pacheco. I'm holding on to him. Ravens have a good one. Good luck picking someone there. Uh, Lions, that's interesting for me with both Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift. Or you could say it's really good. I'll just play them both every game and uh, let it roll. Titans, which Derrick Henry has been somewhat disappointing as of late, but the Titans have a good one. Uh, The backup dude... You might be going to get the backup for Tennessee. I can't think. Dontre Hilliard, I believe, is what it is. You might, if you got a spot, Dontre Hilliard might be somebody you want to throw on your bench just in case Derrick Henry goes down. Titans schedule is juicy. Steelers running backs, good schedule. Warren's been out there. If you got a roster spot, Warren might be somebody you want to pick up. 49ers, the Rams. If you want to just put yourself through absolute torture and possibly lose the playoffs and the championship, by all means, go pick up a Rams running back. Uh, Broncos running backs have a good rest of season schedule. And the Buccaneers, worst running back schedules. Josh Jacobs, but it doesn't matter, right? Um, Joe Mixon kind of matters. Joe Mixon does not have a good rest of season schedule. He's been... Uh, I believe he'll play this week in the concussion protocol, but we haven't really got the Joe Mixon that we wanted to all year. So that's a little concerning. The Browns have a, a bad schedule, but you're playing Nick Chubb. Giants have a bad schedule. You're playing Saquon Barkley. Chargers have a bad schedule. You're playing Austin Eckler. Seahawks have a bad schedule, but you don't even know who you're playing. So that's one to monitor there. I mean, if you have Kenneth Walker, you play Kenneth Walker. If it's anybody else, I don't know. Unless it's this week. 
then you can play whoever's playing this week, play them. Packers have a rough schedule, but you're starting Aaron Jones. That's more for like an A.J. Dillon. Dolphins have a rough schedule. They're already split in work. That one will be one to watch. Uh, Arizona Cardinals have a rough running back schedule. I think James Conner probably still finds the end zone. Commanders have a rough schedule going forward, and it's just been rough all around. It's been tough to read that backfield. Best wide receiver schedules. The Texans, which is fun because we still don't know what's going on there, but Nico Collins might be a good play. The Ravens have a good wide receiver schedule. That's also fun. So Ravens just have a good schedule all around, which is we have Lamar Jackson. We don't need, you know, he's probably missing two to four weeks. That's going to be rough. It's already been rough trying to figure out who it is. The schedule's so good, but man, I, uh, that's a dart throwing DFS for me. I don't know if I'm willing to roster anybody there. Panthers wide receivers, it's really just DJ Moore and that's it. So you you, you got them, you just start them, you cross your fingers, hope for the best. Steelers have a good one. I dropped Deontay Johnson for George Pickens. Uh, didn't work out for me last week. I'm not regretting that yet. I still think that George is the favored guy and he's got the talent. But if one of those are out there for you, sure. Browns have a really good one if you don't have Donovan Peoples-Jones. But again, it's like, what are we doing with Deshaun Watson? That's a really tough one, but the schedule's nice. Cowboys have a good one. That's why Michael Gallup, I mentioned him earlier. Broncos have a good one. That's I, I mean, it really is. That's why It's halfway why I picked up Jerry Judy. He's coming back if he's a favorite target. God, it's just not pretty. You just don't want to rely on it, but there it is. Saints, that's really that's really just Olave, but um, there was another guy that kind of broke out against Tampa Bay. Shakir? Sha? Sha, Sha, Sha something. Um, you might take a look at that. See who's out there for the Saints. It just hasn't been pretty. Packers have a good one. Um, and now it's like, I think Cobb might be back. I forget there's so many of them that were out and now they're back. So um, Randall Cobb, Christian Watson, Alan Lazard, and there's another one I feel like that's out there. Jets have a good wide receiver schedule. That's really for Corey Davis. So I would be keeping an eye on Corey Davis. I might drop Judy for Davis next week. We will see. Tough wide receiver matchups. The Chiefs, and that's a carousel anyway, so really, unless you have Juju, I probably wouldn't. Probably wouldn't take a chance on Sky Moore. I don't know what's going on with Kadarius Toney. That might be one to monitor, uh, but Chiefs have a, uh, a really tough schedule. Vikings have a tough schedule. You're starting Justin Jefferson. Not looking great for an Adam Thielen. K.J. Osborne for just this week. Rams have a bad, bad schedule and bad team. Uh, don't know who's throwing the ball. Avoid all Rams wide receivers. Dolphins have a tough run, but you're going to start Waddle if he's healthy. You're starting Tyreek Hill. Um, Bengals have a tough one. You're starting T. Higgins. You're starting Jamar Chase. Jags have a tough one. You're probably just starting Christian Kirk there. Maybe if Lawrence is healthy. Bills have a rough one. Stephon Diggs, you're still going to play him, obviously. I'm thinking more of a Gabe Davis. That one's tough, but it's like, how do you bench Gabe Davis? His ceiling is just so high. Titans have a tough one. Unless you have... I mean, I'm not taking a shot on Robert Woods. 
it's the rookie. Can't think of him. Can see him. Traylon Burks. There it is. Traylon Burks. Hey, man. Doesn't sound great. Uh, Washington has a tough wide receiver schedule. Scary Terry gets scarier. Cortland Sutton. Nope. Nope. That's Denver. Who's the other guy? Curtis Samuel. There it is. Um, that's rough there. And Lions have a tough one. You're starting Amon Ra. St. Brown, of course. And then I was mentioning Jamison Williams. It is a tough, it's a tough remainder of the, of the schedule, but Jared Goff's looking great. The receiving core is looking great. I think that it's just going to open things up for Jamison Williams if he gets clicking. So probably a bad, uh, bad time to drop him whenever he's facing the Vikings this week. I'm just hoping to get him before Sunday kickoff. Tight ends, stream him. Uh, talked about this week, but just look at the matchups. I mean, that's one that's if you don't have Mark Andrews, if you don't have uh, Travis Kelsey, um, you know, uh, Dalton Schultz, something like that. Pat, Pat Fryermuth is okay to keep going. I got Njoku. They're kind of at that same level, but if you're beyond that, then you're doing dart throws every week. Defenses, stream them every week. I say that, but I have Eagles in one league. I'll probably hold on to them. And I've got Jets in another league. I'm probably just going to hold on to them and ride it out. There you go. That's it. I said it'd be a quick rundown, but uh, I feel like I went into more depth than that. And that's okay, man. That's all right. Uh, this is it. Do or die. Win or get in. Bust the fab open, man. Just empty the wallet if you have to. If you are in a good spot, we need to be looking a couple weeks ahead. You guys need to be looking at week 15 right now, maybe 16. I mean, maybe through the rest of the season, like trying to lock your people up. Um, it's going to get really competitive. And it's not just the teams that make the playoffs make waiver claims. Like everybody can still make waiver claims, I'm pretty sure. Check your league settings. But uh, the waivers are still going to be competitive, so you need to be competitive on there. Be looking ahead. And uh, I hope that it is a very fruitful week for everyone. I hope that you get the win that you need to. It's tough for me to root for everyone because somebody's got to lose. But if you listen to me, I'll give you some favoritism. I hope that you win. I hope you don't lose. Uh, let's get out there and let's get it, and let's hopefully ride to the playoffs, baby. We'll see you all next time.